Live from the Reisman Recording Room, it is day two of joint practices with the Lions and Giants. My name is Jeremy Reisman. I am joined today again by Eric Schlitt uh, at Eric Schlitt on Twitter. Eric, welcome back, buddy. Yeah, miss one day for day of duty and everyone forgets about me. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> no, uh, if there were reviews for podcasts, I'm sure that individual podcast uh, would have had lower reviews without you. <laughs> I felt very rambly and uncomfortable it's the not entire e- time. It's not easy. Doing a solo I, podcast is hard. I have done a solo before. It's not easy. Yeah. But anyways, uh, day two of training camp, of, of joint practices, I should say, in the lead up to Friday's preseason game. We're going to give you all the observations we had today. Yeah. Um, as always, we're going to talk a little bit about injuries at first. It's short today because there's really nothing that different um, from, from yesterday. Craig mm-hmm. Reynolds still out. Trinity Benson still out. Uh, Daryl Daniels still out. Jonah Jackson still out. Frank Ragnow still out. Uh, the one good news, though, Denzel Mims is back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it, so Mims was back. I, I also think yesterday we didn't quite have as clear of a picture of what's going on with Jonah. I think Jonah's yep. uh, he has a finger injury, is what it is. So uh, I don't think that's necessarily going to be something that like lingers into the regular season or anything like that. It seems like it's more of like a he'll take it easy during training camp and the preseason, but um, there's enough time. Uh, for a finger to heal. It's, you know, remember, he had a finger injury last year, right? Yeah. And he missed like two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Might Something have been like one, but yeah. So um, I don't think this, his Jonah's injury is anything like, like, like Campbell said yesterday, it's not yeah. anything long term. Yeah, that was the point I was going to bring up. And I know we, I don't know what it is with preseason injuries with the the offensive line, <laughs> but I, I think, I think we've avoided a major, this isn't like a, a you know, a, um, Taylor Decker finger injury that that held him out for the first half of the season a couple of years yeah. ago. Like this is I've had one of those finger injuries. Yeah. It's terrible. It can be tough. Yeah, but this one doesn't. He didn't yeah. seem concerned. No. Um, all right. So let's jump into some observations. Um, we're, we'll start with the offense a little bit here because we started watching the offense a little bit at the beginning of the practice and then basically spent the back half of practice. Uh, almost exclusively watching the defense. So uh, we, we started with the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fair to say they were far more competitive today than they were yesterday. I know you weren't here yesterday, but yep. yesterday it was Amon Ra and Khalif and even Marvin Jones just kind of dominating all the one-on-ones. A lot of pass breakups uh, in, in the first set from the, the Giants' defensive backs. Yeah, it was it was an interesting um, – we were trying to watch both one-on-one drills, yeah. both, like both the Giants' Uh, offense and the Lions offense who were kind of like ping-ponging back and forth between um, a lot of checkdowns is what I saw on both fields, right? Um, A lot of quick outs to like Khalif Raymond. Um, St. Brown, like like you said, had had a, a, you know, quick, uh, you know, move into the flat that got him open. Saw that from... uh, from a lot of guys, a lot of the tight ends as well. Uh, one of the better tight end plays in, during that session was uh, from Sam Laporta, who yeah. basically ate a chip block and was able to shed it and then get open and then create separation from his uh, coverage from the secondary. And so saw a lot of the uh, positive things in the, the short yardage game. But, yeah, there were PBUs that were coming up. Um, they tried to hit Gibbs. A bunch, and it seemed like the the Giants were more prepared to handle Gibbs today. They were heavily focused on him. Multiple PBUs against him in the end zone. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe uh, 
back ends, back shoulder fades in the end zone are not his his, his game. <laughs> I don't not. know. Yeah. Um, and and to be clear, <laughs> I I I said one on ones. This is this is actually they opened with seven on seven right. in the red zone. But there it was were, yeah, yeah. You, you were getting like more one on one. Like it's it's all man coverage, right? They're not running zones and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. Um, there was one interception uh, thrown by Martinez yep. in that period. Uh, former uh, Michigan Wolverine uh, Jamon Green got it. Right. So good for a uh, local he- local kid. But even even like Deontay Banks, who the very first rep ye- uh, yeah yesterday mm-hmm. was a deep shot to Amon Ra. He he defended Amon Ra pretty well in in this seven on seven set and and even got a pass break up there. So. Um, those of you that were big fans of Deontay Banks in, in the pre-draft process, I thought today was a nice bounce back day for him. On the flip side, you saw Waller get some uh, – he he got the better of like CJGJ. Um, Charles Harris should not be covering Saquon Barkley <laughs> in, the, in the flat <laughs> yeah, probably. Yep. Uh, at the, uh, Beasley um, got the better of uh, Brian Branch, which was a rare, I think, loss for him. Yeah. Um, Kirby got a PBU. Yep. There was probably at least two coverage sacks that yep. I would have uh, checked off. And I thought Iffy so showed some good instincts uh, in that as well. But, um, yeah, overall, the uh, the Giants' top players were the ones that were making plays, not necessarily their reserves. Yeah. And, I mean, that was kind of the case yesterday as well. But uh, you, you kind of ran down all my notes on the on the 7-on-7, seven seven, so let's, mm. let's move it to the 11s. Um, uh, we saw, and let's go to the defense part because here's here's kind of my overall observation of the day. Mm-hmm. The Lions would have like a string of one or two good plays and then give up a big play. And this is kind of skipping towards the end a little bit, but to me, there was no better sequence that represented today than when they set the ball at the 30-yard line and just like ran a series from there. So they're, mm-hmm. it's almost red zone. It's just 10 yards outside of red zone. Very first play... Derek Barnes, who again, repping with the first team again, exclusively, uh, mm-hmm. steps in front of a Daniel Jones pass, should have had it, would have maybe taken it for six the other direction. Yeah, Great play. Good but, pressure from Aiden on that play, too, to kind of flush Jones to his side to make the throw yep. a little bit more um, transparent. Second play, they throw a quick kind of wide receiver sc- screen to yep. the left. Chauncey. Chauncey. Flying from, down. CJ Gardner-Johnson yeah. from, from, you know, yeah. 10 yards back somehow meets him before the line of scrimmage, yeah. probably takes him for a tackle for loss. Yeah. And then the next play is a 30-yard touchdown <laughs> uh, to, I yep. think, um, Slayton. Slayton, who I thought had a, a pretty darn good day for the Giants. Yeah. Um, you had Alex Anzalone. It was, I think it was zone coverage. It's between Alex Anzalone and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah. Pretty wide open yeah, between those two. I, it's, it's hard to tell when it's moving live and you don't have, like, the sky view angle right. that we get, like, for games and stuff. It uh, looked like maybe Alex wasn't dropping deep enough into the seam, uh, but you would like it to be a little bit tighter uh, coverage overall. But yeah, that one, that one, uh, that was a pretty quick. But it, I mean, look, so you have two good plays right off of that. You just got to find a way to uh, you know close that out, right? Okay, yeah, get off the field. But um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm looking. You know, we have I I got Brian Branch with a sack. I got. Um, Cameron Sutton, who had a, mm-hmm. a very good day with a pass breakup, and then the next play is like a, a wide open curl for well, 15 yards. <laughs> I mean, let, let's. But before we go too far, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about? Do you want to keep talking about the starters? Because I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I well, think yeah. like if we let's talk about some starters. Um, I think Branch had a. Uh, there was one series where Branch had a sack, and then he had a PBU. Yep. Um, there was a 
Uh, Roderick Martin, I thought, did some really good run stuffing. Uh, you saw some, well, I guess, I mean, and now I'm kind of bleeding into the two slow here. <laughs> yeah. um, well, let's just talk defensive standouts, right, guys so that you like. So, Broderick I, Martin, I agree. I think, I think Broderick Martin, Kaminsky, Kaminsky and yeah. Pascal yep. were standouts. I yep. mean, in a big way. Yes. Like, it is uh, one series where you're 11 on 11 and you're at midfield. It's Pascal getting a sack. If he didn't, Broderick Martin was right there. Yep. Um, there was another one I probably would have gave a sack to, to James Houston on. Uh, and then when they drop into that 30-yard uh, zone that we were talking about and they roll out the second team, that was John Kaminsky sack, Martin sack, Pascal maybe sack, and then back to uh, Kaminsky doing another pressure and then got them like off the field. It was all defensive line making noise uh, with that second line today. Even even Christian Covington <clears throat> had blew up a, a, a screen pass. Like he was mm-hmm. right there for a tackle for loss. So yeah, I, that would have been, that's like my biggest, I think, positive from all of this yeah. is that the defensive line depth looked great today. Yeah. And like, and when you got into like actual like red zone, red zone, like 12 yard line uh, where they did another set, uh, Pascal again. Yeah, Pascal's getting in on it. Um, I thought uh, my guy Chase Lucas had a pass breakup in he that did. setting, uh, which was really textbook uh, pass breakup. Uh, but again, I think the first team offense did well in the red zone as well because we saw another pressure from Aiden. Defense. Uh, a defense, thank you. Um, another pressure from Aiden. I think this is where you were talking about where Cam Sutton um, – had a PBU yep. and then he uh, forced an arrow sideline and the pass was completed, but the guy, the receiver didn't have enough room to go and bounce because Sutton had kind of closed that sideline out. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, then the branch gave up his second, you know, uh, touchdown uh, of the day, which was again, he had a sack, a PBU, gave up a couple of touchdowns. It was kind of an up and down day for, for Brian branch, which is a rarity uh, in camp so far. But, you know, I think that's, that's true of a lot of the rookies. We talked about earlier about Jameer Gibbs, um, his day being a little bit up and down, um, and the Giants seem to really be focused on him. Um, you saw, you know, Martin splashing, right? You saw Laporta splashing, but it wasn't always Mal- Malcolm really. too, right? Like yeah. Malcolm had a pass breakup, and then a couple plays later, right, got beat, right? Oh no, like the next play, yeah. <laughs> like lit- Malcolm, Malcolm had a pass, a, a a tackle that was on a big hit, and you turned to me and said. Malcolm is having a really good day, and then he gets beat for a touchdown <laughs> on the very next play. And, I mean, that's kind of like how the day was. It, right. you, you saw these guys, uh, you know, making noise. And then at the same time, you saw the Giants responding to that as well. And and that's kind of the ebb and flow that you're hoping to get out of joint practices if you're the head coaches, right? You're hoping that my guys are going to look good at times and and, and his guy and the other head coach wants his guys to look good at times. And, and that's kind of what we saw um, from the defense. I thought it was a more – it was a positive day from the defense overall. I thought the, uh, the offense first team had some moments – I thought the second team was not so great, and the and, and that's the reports we got from some of the other lines. Right. Beat, was that the the second team offense very much struggled? I heard Jamison Williams maybe didn't even touch the ball all day, and so the the, the, the concern continues to rise yeah. there. I would push back a little bit on what you said about the the off the, the defense today. I don't think it was particularly great. Well, I, and I okay. and and I think it's it's highlighted by what happened at the very end, right? At, same as yesterday, all mm-hmm. the team gets together to watch. These drills, and this was another red zone. They started at the 10-yard line. Giants, they were in one play. Mm-hmm. 
They they blitz Brian Branch from the nickel. Yep. It left Darren Waller wide open. Yep. Branch almost got his hands on it. Almost. But, but Darren Waller was wide open for an easy touchdown. One play, one touchdown. The, done. Keep, keep in mind that the ball's starting at the ten as yeah. well. So this is it's not like this was like a fifty yard. Sure. Game, but but yes. then, then oh, the Giants the Giants two comes comes on the field to two offense. Check down. There's and the and this is the, the Malcolm Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah Malcolm Rodriguez lays a big hit and then gets beat on the play right. action. Three plays, two touchdowns. That's not good. Okay, but okay. At the same time, these are also red zone drills, which yeah. heavily favor the offense sure. as well. And so, like, I guess for me, it's I saw f- enough flash plays on the defense for, from the defense today that I I was I, I was left with some optimism, right? Yeah. Um, yes, there were some big plays that the Giants had, of course. Um, but at the same time, I, I I just thought it was a I thought it was a little bit it was more even. I thought there, yeah. was, there were things that I really liked about the Lions' defense, uh, and then there were also some things that they need to clean up, and I that's yeah. not unexpected. That, no, and I, to me, I guess it was more like a one step forward, two step back kind of day, where it's yeah. like you, you would okay. take these, you'd make these good plays, and you'd have these players mm-hmm. make splashes plays, and then. Mm-hmm. A big play would would set you back, but I, I, a lot of penalties today, too. Again, from from I, I think the if we look at the larger overarching like situation here, yeah. like it's where we're talking about these plays. They're all red zone, and red zone. It's so heavily favored to the offense. That's in these fair. Drills. And I think that's that's the kind of caveat that I that I'm like. I guess looking, and you, and you saw that as well. Like the Lions' offense wasn't playing as well, but then when you got them in the red zone, they looked a lot better. Well, yeah. Let's right? talk about that really quick. The the same drill. Everyone's mm-hmm. watching at the end. First yeah. team offense takes over. Yeah. Um. First first play from that ten yard line. Montgomery. Bounces it outside. Really good vision there. Yeah, slick little, sli- uh, little uh, slide down to get outside, kick it outside. He picks up eight, yeah, I think maybe nine. Eight or nine. They, yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell exactly where they placed it. Maybe <laughs> eight and a half if we wanted right. to split hairs here. Um, Next play, they punch it in on the yeah. three tight end set, but there's a penalty, a five-yard penalty maybe. In a, uh, was you it? Know. I, okay, yeah, I didn't see a back. flag. I know they moved it back, but I didn't see a flag. Okay. There was. Well, did you see what the penalty was? No, but or? if it's five yards, it's probably okay. some sort of formation thing, which makes sense. <clears throat> right? Those are Again, those are things you're working out right now. Now, side note. Um, when they did have that two tight end set, they lined up with one on the right, and then they put one in motion, and then they put the second in motion. And I did notice that the, the first tight end in motion was not set before the second. T- but I thought that they reset totally. So, but maybe it could have been just been like a formation error, right. like you said. But good news is, despite the penalty, very next play, Amon Ross scores a touchdown, oh, yeah. and I, I, I would say like this was a David Montgomery. Drive because oh, he gets yeah. him down to the five, the, yeah. the one yard line, scores. Got it. it doesn't count. And then yeah. in this play, Giants sent a blitz right up the middle, and yeah. he just clobbered the guy yeah. to give Jared Goff the room to, to throw this touchdown. So good yeah. drive by David Montgomery. Um, and yeah, like I mean, we we saw that's what like I said. I think when we saw the offense take some shots uh, in those team drills, it, the offense looked okay. And 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 so that's. It's not wasn't all bad, but I do think that the from the reports that we got from a lot of the media that um, the second team Which, we was saw not we also saw there. that in, in the did. very last drill. Oh, yes. oh, they yes. mostly went backwards. Yeah, holding on the first play. Then you go to the you go to um, you do a uh, quick slant to D- Drummond. Drummond, of course. Right. Uh, I thought they could have called Pierschbacher on a hold. They didn't, um, but he got sacked anyways. Yep. And then um, they, they checked down to Gibbs for two yards to set up a fourth and twelve on third and fourteen. He checked down. Yeah. To, I, I didn't understand that. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. Um, like it, he, it was 
it was a simple it was a zone concept that they didn't really get aggressive with and I and okay yeah so he, yeah. he checks down so then fourth and 12 from I think the 30 at this point because they started a little further back than the the first team yeah. um that's when they throw another kind of Fade. Not really fade, but fade-ish type of route to, yeah, to Jameer Gibbs. Who double coverage. <laughs> double coverage. Came down with the pass, but yeah. pretty much like he kind of got clobbered and he was out of bounds. And so the ref called it incomplete, the, but it was close. The Lions were cheering like he got in. I thought he got one foot, but I could not, didn't, I, you know. And then yeah. the ref's right there and called it incomplete. So yeah. it obviously was. But, um, yeah, I do wonder if uh if Sudfeld is maybe looking over his shoulder a little bit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Um and because Sudfeld has had a nice camp and this is a day that I mean someone in the media said was arguably one of his worst if not the worst day and so yeah. I I tend to wonder if you're starting to feel some of the pressure, even though he's not. T- Teddy Bridgewater is not actually even signed. Yeah, he might not um, even be in the building yet. Right. You are you when you listen to Dan Campbell gush about what he likes about Teddy. It, I mean, the writing is is very clearly on the wall that that they're going to lean on Teddy pretty yeah. pretty huge, and then it becomes is. Are they going to keep three? If they do, what kind of value does Sudfeld bring? And I, 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 I'm not ruling it out. And we're going to get a long look at Sudfeld in the preseason game. Yeah. Um, but it sure looked like he was maybe feeling a little bit of pressure today. All right, let's uh, let's kind of close up here with with some recaps. Maybe some guys that that stood out to you. Any personnel notes or anything in, in your book that you thought was interesting? I think it's probably worth pointing out again that it was mostly C.J. Gardner Johnson at safety today with Brian Branch in the nickel, which meant Tracy Walker again yep. being with the twos. Which I don't know if that's where they're trending to be a hundred percent of the time, but they're doing it more and more often like that. Here's here's what I noticed as far as personnel grouping is that there wasn't a lot of. Um, playing around with it. Mm-hmm. Like in the yeah. first 12 days of camp, we would see them mixing their personnel up and, and and looking at different situations. And we've talked about how the fact that Tracy and Gardner Johnson and Kirby and then Branch were rotating through like three spots. We, I didn't see any of that type of rotation today. And I wonder if that's because it's joint practices or if it's because that's maybe the direction that the team is heading. And I think it's hard. I don't know if we're going to get an answer. Right. We're definitely not going to get an answer in uh, in the preseason game. Right. But I do wonder if it was more situation or if this is yeah. just the, the way that things are trending. Because Branch has had a terrific camp and, and he needs to play. He really does. And, and, and the way that they're designed, it sure seems like. Tracy's the guy who exits the field when Branch comes on. The the other thing I think here to consider is that almost all of the work that they did in team seven on sevens, eleven on elevens were very close to red zone drills through both days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously you're going to have different personnel for for situations like that as well. So mm-hmm. that might be playing into it as well. But I do find like to me the the biggest interesting personnel movements this week, and they were the same both days, was what we just mentioned with CJ Gardner Johnson and, and Brian Branch and Derek Barnes. Yeah. Being with the ones mm. almost exclusively again. And and listen, Jay Campbell was kind of invisible to me today, could, to be completely honest. Meanwhile, Derek Barnes is, is – his run fits looked really good yesterday. He almost has a pick today. Mm. I don't want to read too much into things this early in training camp. Or not, we haven't even hit the first preseason game, but I am not counting out Derek Barnes being the week one starter. No, and I don't think you should count him out. Um, I did see Jack a couple of times today. Um 
where he flashed across. Uh, but he was he was very clearly with the. I mean, look, a lot of the rookies were with the twos. Gibbs was with the twos today. Yeah. Um, you know, because they they were just basically just going with um, Montgomery as the starter, and so Gibbs was with the twos. And I think the only position they really fluctuated a bit was at tight end. And that's where you saw Laporta more with the ones right. with Brock Wright. And and again, I think that's conceptually part of that two tight end sets, gonna, a, a package that they're going to want with the ones um, quite a bit this season. So um, for me, it was most, I, I think it's again, I'm looking at who are the guys that were with the twos and the two and who, and, and who was with the threes, right? Yeah. Because like, when they did most of their like edge rusher uh, personnel groupings, it was Kaminsky and, and Pascal uh, with the twos. Yep. But they were also using five defensive lineman sets and they were bumping Kaminsky up with the ones in those situations. Right. And when they did that, it was James Houston who got some run uh, with the twos uh, and, and not the Aquaras. Yeah. And so... I know people are clamoring for for James Houston, and he's and he's still a, a work in progress when it comes to things beyond pass rushing. Uh, but I mean, the I, I think the Lions they know what he can do there, and they're going to keep pushing him. Preseason's going to be interesting to see how he goes, but I do think the whole how do the bottom edge rusher depth chart play out is going to be interesting. Yeah, because. I think the Aquaras really are going to have to work to I, to get in. Both of them, right? Like I, I yeah. at this point, like I'm not. I'm. I know that the contract is what it is with Romeo, but yeah, I, th- I think Romeo's in a much better spot than his brother. Sure, right. Um, but and, and it's worth noting too. Like Campbell talked kind of extensively about James Houston this morning, and and said like he's inconsistent, right? He needs to be better, and yeah. and that matches what we're seeing for sure mm-hmm. um, when it comes to. The, the 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 Sam position mm-hmm. um, where he's just that the coverage isn't necessarily there that the instincts necessarily aren't there but the, the lines are going to have to have a tough conversation where it's just like mm-hmm. is his pass rush which flashed obviously a, a ton last year is that worth it alone or do we need a lot more out of him because this team really really likes Charles Harris and I think Charles Harris is a guy that's going to be playing a lot of the roles that James Houston did yeah. towards the end of last season. Yeah. Um, when when lines were kind of hit by the injury bug, and then to kind of like wrap this um, this you know depth chart look here real fast. When we look back, you talked about Campbell and Malcolm being the uh, the linebackers, and then in the secondary, you had um, Will Harris and Starling Thomas on the outside, and then Chase Lucas was in at nickel. Yep, um, and then you had Iffy and Tracy as that, and I think that again is very telling and and supportive of what we've been seeing with yeah. how this kind of secondary or back seven is is kind of shaking out. There's they very clearly have four linebackers that they that the top four guys that they like. They very clearly have the top four safeties that they like and we'll Savian mixed in a little bit. But yeah. yeah. Um and I think Savian's gonna push Iffy yes. for that spot, right? Agreed. I yeah. Um but I'm gonna. I, I love to see my guy Chase in yeah. with the twos in the slot, and um, I think it speaks to his versatility. And you know, Starling continues to look great, and uh, and Will Harris continues to be this versatile guy. And so, when you look at the secondary depth, I think they have guys that can play a lot of different positions, and it, and it allow it's gonna allow that secondary to stay fluid. And um, 
it's 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 a, a step in the right direction for for how the second year I think is going to be compared to last year. Um, last thing on, on my plate here is, uh, believe it or not, special teams. I think we have to talk at least <laughs> a little bit about it because the Lions used one kicker all day. Yeah. Uh, it was only Riley It was only Riley Patterson all day today, and um, he kicked seven, eight, eight field goals. Seven, he, he was seven of eight. Seven of eight. Missed he, one from 51. Yeah, um, hit, ma- hit from 50. Two and 53, I have. There you go. Um, but uh, but they also only used him on, on kickoffs, kickoffs um, yeah. which is something that this coaching staff has says he, he has gotten a lot better at. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, like, just the way they talk about him versus the, the way they talk about Parker Romo, I think Patterson is not only in the driver's seat, but like a heavy favorite at this point. Even though the field goal kicks have been pretty easy, pretty mm-hmm. even between the two, mm-hmm. the way they talk about Patterson, I, I think they really, really liked him last year, too. It just yeah. it was too close to call and and – Whatever happened, happened. But the way they talk about him is like, wow, he looks so much better. At it. He looks stronger on kickoffs. He looks like he's improving. And then when you talk about Parker Romer, they're like, yeah, he's got a strong leg, but he's <laughs> still got a lot to develop. Yeah. the I, I think the year of experience that Patterson yeah. got is is really going to be the difference maker here. Uh, his confidence, his leg power, his situational work, like all of that favors him. And I think that's going to go a long way. Um was it was interesting to see beyond him as well like when they when they started using like who were the special who were the first team special teamers that were going out there it was again the guys that we kind of expected yeah. um you know you, it was your your Reeves Mabins and uh your Derek Barnes and your Malcolm Rodriguez and um Will Harris was you know out there um James Mitchell Brock Wright the big ones for me was uh, the big difference for me was when they did punt return. Uh, kick return. No, yeah, thank you. When they did kick return, uh, you saw Anthony Pittman out there, but when they did kick coverage, you saw Anthony Pittman and Melifonwu, and I think those two guys are really going to be battling it for one of the last roster spots, and could Pittman's versatility give him an edge uh it's very possible um because he can play in a lot of those concepts and i didn't see iffy um in the punt return or kick, kick return, return. Yeah. Jeez, um so we're starting to, i'm starting to try and hone in on those things and and i don't necessarily think they're going to be like difference makers between if a guy makes a roster or not um but if you can do a little bit more than the guy you're competing with, it's a tiebreaker. It, 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 yeah, and, and if you're debating between what is essentially safety five and iffy and linebacker six, and you're like, I don't know how much these guys are going to contribute necessarily on defense, and so wh- how mu- much versatility do they have on off on, on special teams? These things make a difference in the coaching eyes, and so. Some of those little details on how special teams are shaking out, I think, could help make decisions on that those like last two or three spots on the roster. All right. I think we're going to wrap things up there. A little bonus-sized episode uh, since you guys were so patient with us, uh, not live tweeting all weekend. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had to get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but thanks, for Eric, for, for joining and helping us out. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, next week when training camp gets going again with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Between then, we'll do some podcast stuff about the preseason game, which is Friday night. We'll be there live. Uh, head to PrideDetroit.com for all the yeah. observations from this practice, from the preseason game, all sorts of fun stuff coming to the website. But for now, thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys soon. 